morning children it's a couple days after Christmas December 27th this would have been my father's 76th birthday <coughs> I use 76 as kind of like a bellwether of, of like a what do I call um, call it life expectancy the first death I ever really experienced was my grandpa Mickey who, who died uh, at 76. It's kind of, kind of unfortunate that my dad didn't make it to at least 76. But, you know, they weren't, weren't in the best of health. So, so we're, uh, it's about 7 a.m. right now. We are going to drive to your grandma's house. It's pretty far away. We'll spend the day with her, and then afterwards we're gonna um, probably go to a hotel and maybe hang out with your uncle, and he lives not too far. We'll see. We'll see if they're they're available. If they're not, they're not. But couldn't sleep, and there's a drive-through Starbucks which I'm gonna go to. My drink of choice used to be called something called a cinnamon dolce, which is really fancy, but instead. I'll get a caramel macchiato and have that. My throat's a little scratchy this morning. But I don't feel too bad. Oh, you kids were a little rambunctious last night. Felt kind of bad. I had to be scary a little bit to get you guys to go to sleep. I hate having to be scary. Probably going to be reading through Deuteronomy. 11 through 13 today. Maybe 14 if there's enough time. The plan tomorrow is, uh, you know, we're going to spend the night later on tonight in a hotel, and then your mom is going to take a train up to where we're going to be. And then we'll, <clears throat> we'll drive back together. <coughs> so, it's been raining all night, and love the rain. Our orange tree is really, really blooming. I'm really excited. There's a lot of oranges. A few dozen. Christmas was great. You kids really enjoyed your gifts. I'll highlight a couple things. You're all very excited. In fact, I videoed it too. So, um, something my dad would do. The namesake got the entrepreneur a gift and she was very excited about it that like the that kind of excitement I kind of wanted for the gifts like we got her but she was very excited about what you gave her and then you turned to me and your mom and said see that's how you buy gifts <laughs> kind of flexing a little bit talking a little trash but it, it was cute I'll never forget that. But I'm a little exhausted. We were up till 4 a.m. that night because your still going your mother's side of the family, who we live pretty close to, they did not leave until 1:30 in the morning, and I still had to uh, I still had to set up the room, you know. 
and waiting for Santa. So, so your mom and I were pretty exhausted. Luckily, you all slept in until like 9.30, 10 a.m., so it gave us at least six hours sleep. So then we opened up gifts, had some breakfast, just hung out all day. Your great aunt came over, who lives close to us, which was really nice. And your grandma came over, which was nice. It's always nice to see the family. Nice to have a drive through Starbucks. Maybe I'll keep it recording as I order. Drive through okay. is a little narrow for my truck, but that's okay. It's a little. What should I get? Should I get a white chocolate mocha? Hmm. Huh. Caramel ribbon crunch wrap. Nope. Oh, I just got black coffee, but <sighs> black coffee here really sucks. I really do not like the black coffee at this place. All right, let's order. Good morning. What can I get started for you? Can I get a large caramel macchiato? Anything else? No, thank you. All right, it'll be 5:45 at the window. All right, thanks. Be interesting to know how much coffee is when you guys actually listen to this. I'm sure it'll be like double that amount by the time you kids are in college. Alright. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, one second. There you go. This is like the worst podcast ever. Just dead air. I think it'll be right now. Alright, thanks. I don't know what we're going to be doing for, for New Year's. We, you know, we usually do, we, we gorge ourselves on this restaurant called Buca de Beppo. But the only one that's around now is in, is in, uh, is pretty far away. Before it used to be close. It, the nearby big city we live in, live near. We usually go to Buca de Beppo. We go watch the fireworks because your mom loves fireworks. I do not. That's my sacrifice I make. I hate crowds. I hate crowds because I get that from my father. Thank you very much. You too. So, I really do not like crowds. Uh, but your mom loves fireworks. We're gonna go see them. That's you know you make sacrifices when you become a spouse, and most of the sacrifices I make are just to. Give your mom moments of happiness, because those are few and far between, because she stresses out quite a bit. She's a, she has a lot of anxiety about stuff. Stuff that's okay to have anxiety about, stuff that probably she puts a little too much anxiety on. I think most of the anxiety is from like my harebrained antics. So, all right. So we're gonna go to the, <clears throat> Ferry terminal again, I think, and read some Deuteronomy. I'm really enjoying doing this. It's it's actually turning out to be fun. I've told too many people about it though. 
way too many. So I'm, I'm gonna stop. All my close friends and a couple of like acquaintances I've told. Um, you know, I, I've started so many podcasts, you know, and just the one was like really successful. And I, I gauge successfulness with like the amount of people who subscribe to it. You know, we had like, I want to say, I want to say 5,000 people subscribe to that podcast. Um, hopefully only four subscribe to this. Oh, it's not bad. So I think, um, <clears throat> so for Christmas, we got you guys something called a, an Oculus, which is a really cool virtual reality headset. And you kids, you, the, the games you kids play, makes no sense to me, is this baby hands game where you like act like a baby and crawl around this room or this house as a baby. So I, I don't, I don't get it. But you know, to each his own. Like I guess it's your fantasy to go back to being a baby. There's a Star Wars game where I get to fight Darth Vader. That's, I guess, that's my fantasy. I really would never fight him if he actually existed. I'd probably work with him. But that's a whole other podcast. Wonder how the sound is going to hold up with the rain. I don't know. But, you know. The paper of this coffee cup seems a little flimsier than usual. So I'm just, just firing off randomly. Uh, so I don't know what we're going to do for New Year's. We will. We will see. Maybe. Uh, I think she invited her mom. I think your mom invited her mom or dad to hang out with us, which is fine. I don't, I don't know what we'd do. But, yes. What time is it? 7.18. I've been talking for like 10 minutes. Sorry about that. Um, just about to park. Our, our house is just full of enormous garbage bags, full of like plastic and wrap, wrapping paper and just garbage. I'm amazed by how much garbage is produced. It's not just all us though. We did have family over Christmas Eve night, um, opening up a ton of gifts. It was, it was a little, I think it was a little out of control. But you kids loved it, which, you know, makes it all worth it. I'm just still kind of tr- tired. Alright, got the ferry terminal. And just a parking spot. There are like a thousand parking spots available. And I will park in this compact spot because it's funny to me to park this big truck in a compact area. Alright. Not too bad. I'm going to move my chair back. Right. Deuteronomy 11. What's this up? The other step. Always a little scratchy. I mean, I'm not 
coming out of the cold. It just. Oh, there's a dog. Okay, one more step. Considering putting this in, in a on a blog, like starting a blog that will host all these episodes. We'll see if that's. We'll see if that's um, viable. Or, I don't know because it's a lot of information. It's like, it's like gigabytes of recordings. But we will see. We will see. In the meantime, Deuteronomy 11. You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. And consider today, since I am not speaking to your children who have not known or seen it, consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty, his hand, and his outstretched arm, his signs and his deeds that he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to all his land. And what he did to the army of Egypt, to their horses, to their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued after you, <clears throat> and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day, and what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place. Oh, that's my heater. <clears throat> Making that noise. Sorry, give it a second. If anything, the, produ the production value of this podcast is just second to none. The wilderness until you came to this place, and what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households, their tents, and every living thing that followed them in the midst of all Israel. For your eyes have seen all the great work of the Lord that he did. You shall therefore keep the whole commandment that I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and take possession of the land that you are going over to possess that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them and to their offspring, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land that you are entering to take possession of it, of it is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and irrigated it like the garden of vegetables. But the land that you are going over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water by the rain from heaven, a land that the Lord your God cares for, the eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And, it, and if you will indeed obey my commandments that I command you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, he will give the rain for the rain, it's rain right now. He will give the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the later rain, that you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil. And he will give grass in your fields for your livestock. And you shall eat and be full. Take care, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he will shut up the heavens so that there will be no rain, and the land will yield no fruit, and you will perish quickly off the good land and the Lord is giving you. You shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall te teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house, and when you are walking by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. I always thought it would be funny if I just 
um, wrote that verse. It's Deuteronomy eleven twenty. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. It's just very meta. That your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of, that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, as long as the heavens are above the earth. For if you will be careful to do all this commandment that I command you to do, loving the Lord your God, walking all his ways, and holding fast him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will dispossess nations greater and mightier than yourselves. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. Your territory shall be from the wilderness to the Lebanon, and from the river, the river Euphrates, to the western sea. No one shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will lay the fear of you and the dread of you on all the land that you shall tread as he promised you. See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. Plane going by. Hang on a second. Take a sip. And the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way that I am commanding you today, to go after other gods that you have not known. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are entering to take possession of it, you shall set the blessing on Mount Gezerim and the curse on Mount Elba, Ebal. Are they not beyond the Jordan, west of the road, toward the going down of the sun in the land of the Canaanites who live in the Arabah, opposite Gilgal, beside the Oak of Morah? For you are to cross over the Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God has given you. And when you possess it and live in it, you shall be careful to do all the statutes and the rules that I am setting before you today. Ooh, it's a little scary. I wouldn't call it a trap. It's more like a, I mean, it really is a blessing and a curse. Hang on a second. We're going to see later on that curse in action <clears throat> with the Babylonians and the people that will eventually dispossess the Israelites for a time. Chapter 12. These are the statutes and rules that you shall be careful to do in the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you to possess. All the days that you live on the earth, you shall surely destroy all the places where the nations whom you shall dispossess serve their gods, on the high mountains and on the hills and under every green tree. You shall tear down their altars and dash in pieces their pillars and burn their ashram with fire. You shall chop down the carved images of their gods and destroy their name out of that place. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. But you shall seek the place that the Lord your God will choose out of all your tribes to put his name and make his habitation there. There you shall go, and there you shall bring your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and the contribution that you would present, your vow offerings, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock. And there you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your households, in all that your, you undertake, in which the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall not do according to all that we are doing here today. Everyone doing whatever is right in his own eyes, for you have not as yet come to the rest and to the inheritance that the Lord your God is giving you. But when you go over <coughs> excuse me, when you go over the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and when he gives you rest from all your enemies around, so that you live in safety, then to the place that the Lord your God will choose to make his name dwell there. 
There you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and the contribution that you present, and all your finest vow offerings that you vow to the Lord. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your sons and your daughters and your male servants and your female servants and the Levite that is within your town since he has no portion or inheritance with you. Take care that you do not offer your burnt offerings at any place that you see, but at the place that the Lord will choose in one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I commanding, all that I am commanding you. However, you may slaughter and eat meat with in any of your towns as much as you desire, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that He has given you. The unclean and the clean may eat of it, as of the gazelle, and as of the deer. Only you shall not eat the blood. You shall not. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You may not eat within your towns, the tithe of your grain, or your wine, or of your oil, or the firstborn of your herd, or of your flock, or any of your vow offerings that you vow, or your free will offerings, or the contribution that you present. <clears throat> but you shall eat before the, eat them before the Lord your God in the place that the Lord your God will choose. You and your son and your daughter, your male servant and your female servant, and the Levite who is within your towns, you shall rejoice before the Lord your God in all that you undertake. Take care that you do not neglect the Levite as long as you live in your land. Give me a second, let me take a second. When the Lord your God enlarges your territory, as he has promised you, and you say, I will eat meat because you crave meat, you may eat meat whenever you desire. If the place the Lord your God will choose to put his name there is too far from you, then you may kill any of your herd or your flock which the Lord has given you, as I have commanded you. You may eat within your towns whenever you desire. Just as the gazelle or the deer is eaten, you may eat of it. The unclean and the clean alike may eat of it. Only be sure that you do not eat the blood, for the blood is the life, and you shall not eat the life with the flesh. You shall not eat it. You shall not. You shall pour it out of the earth like water. You shall not eat it. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. That you may go well. You shall not eat it that all may go well with you and with your children after you when you do what is right in the sight of the Lord. But the holy things that are due from you and your vow offerings you shall take and you shall go to the place that the Lord will choose and offer your burnt offerings, the flesh and the blood, on the altar of the Lord your God. The blood of your sacrifices shall be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, but the flesh you may eat. Be careful to obey all these words that I command you, that it may go well with you and with your children after you forever. And when you do what is good and what is and right in the sight of the Lord your God. When the Lord your God cuts off before you the nations whom you go in to dispossess, and you dispossess them and dwell in their land, take care that you be not ensnared to follow them uh, after they have been destroyed before you, and that you do not inquire about their gods, saying, how do these nations serve their gods, that I also may do the same? You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, for every abominable thing that the Lord hates they have done for their gods, for they even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to their gods. Everything that I command you, you shall be careful to do. You shall not add to that or take from it. Yeah. Let's see what the um, rain's coming pretty hard, so I worry about the worry about the. Um, audio uh, quality 
Let's see how long chapter 13 is. Oh, it's not too bad. We'll end on chapter 13. These are, um... Seems like these are just constant reminders to, to obey the Lord. Alright. Chapter 13. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, Let us go after other gods, which you have not known, or let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, shall be put to death, because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of slavery, to make you leave the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son or your daughter, or the wife you embrace, or your friend who is as your own soul, entices you secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other gods which neither you nor your fathers have known, some of the gods of the people who are around you, whether near you or far off from you, from the one end to the earth to the other, you shall not yield to him or listen to him, nor shall you, your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him, nor shall you conceal him, but you shall kill him. Your hand shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterward the hand of all the people you shall stone him to death with stones, because he sought to draw you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of the slavery. And all Israel shall hear and fear, and never again do any such wickedness as this among you. If you hear in one of your cities, which the Lord your God has given you to dwell there, that certain worthless fellows have gone out among you, and have drawn away the inhabitants of their city, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known. Then you shall inquire, and make search, and ask diligently. And behold, if it be true this, and certain that such an abomination has been done among you, you shall surely be you shall surely put the inhabitants of that city to the sword, devoting it to destruction, all who are in it and its cattle with the edge of the sword, you shall gather all its spoil into the midst of its open square, and burn the city and all its spoil with fire. As a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God, it shall be a heap forever, it shall not be built again. None of the devoted things shall stick to your hand, that the Lord your let's see, that the Lord may turn from the fierceness of his anger and show you mercy and have compassion on you and multiply you, as he swore to your fathers. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God, keeping all his commandments that I am commanding you today, and doing what is right in the sight of the Lord your God. I think we're going to end on 13. It's, you know, it seems very harsh. I'm move my chair up seems very harsh um these commands but starting the car up. but this is how sorry uh, heater in my car it's so loud but god wants you to take sin seriously he really wants you to to take it seriously and that could be translated today know, I have so much sin in my life, and I, I need to take it seriously, and 
suss it out and figure out how to not sin anymore. And, you know, we'll eventually get to the New Testament. We'll definitely get talk a lot about Jesus. Jesus healed a lot of people. And one of the main things he says to people after he's, they've been healed is he, he, the common thing he would say is go and sin no more. So, that's a common phrase. Are, are you going to go and sin no more? Probably not. Uh, I'll be the first to say, absolutely not. You're going to sin. You're born into it. But, try not to. And when you do, take it seriously. And try and figure out how to not sin that way again. You're not going to be able to not sin anymore. Luckily, Jesus is there to wipe away everything. Uh, uh, <coughs> I'm going to head back to Starbucks on the way home and get your mom a um, steamed milk with almond because that's one of her favorite things. So it's always important when you guys have your own spouses, figure out the little things they like and give it to them as often as possible. So many little things your mom liked, like when we were dating, or before we were dating, we were just friends. So many little things your mom would say, and I would make a mental note of it. I would, I was determined to get your mom to like me. And I was her friend for a good, like, year and a half. Just friends, oh, what did this boyfriend do? Oh, man, that's tough, I'm sorry. But I would never be like... I would never, like, say, oh, that guy's not right for you. You know, I wouldn't do that. That's manipulative. What I would do is I would just be a... Be a um, shoulder to... Not her cry. She didn't really cry. But just someone to listen to. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm manipulative enough as it is. But I, I knew... Um, I didn't want her to see through that. So, eventually she did like me. And here we are. Here you are. So... Yesterday, after church, we, we went to a really nice place to eat. Your mom and I's favorite restaurant. It's actually where our first date... Well, no, it's where we went on um, to eat for my junior prom. I, I wouldn't call it a date because we were just friends, but... Anyways, I'm just rambling. Just rambling. I'm going to get home and hopefully she'll be awake. And... Give her this drink, and she'll want. I want to shower, and we will shower together because it's something we do at least five days a week. Oh, children! I hope you marry a spouse like your mom. She is an amazing woman, amazing Christian woman. By the way, let's get that right out of the bat. Um. In all seriousness, you must marry someone you're equally yoked with. That means someone you're, that is a peer of yours. Someone that challenges you intellectually, spiritually. Um, someone that's not beneath you in many aspects. The Bible's very clear on that. I'm going to go into that a lot later on, but... I feel equally yoked with your mom. 
Hang on. Can I get started for you? Yeah, can I get a large steamed milk with uh, almonds? With almonds? Uh -huh. And, uh, let me see. And a large chai latte. A large chai? You said almond milk for the steamed milk? No, uh, do you have like an almond syrup you could sp spritz into the steamed milk? No, we do not have an almond syrup. Um, what do we do? Let me just get a, a steam milk then. Okay, no problem. Seven ninety at the window. All right. Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I should probably like title a podcast about being equally, equally yoked, so you guys can get to it, because I think that'll be very important later on. Because. And I say this in all sincerity. Divorce is a tragedy. And it affects generations. And I... I hope you never have to go through it. However, the Bible is quite clear. There are... There are biblical reasons for divorce. So don't feel like you get any judgment from me if you divorce or whatever. Um, you know, I, I did practice family law for a bit, and I just didn't feel right doing it after a while. It just, I don't know, I didn't... Sorry, this is like the worst podcast in the world. Like, I'm drinking, I'm taking pauses. It was hard, you know, handling divorces because I felt like I was splitting families up. You know, actually, the senior pastor of my church, he was the youth pastor then. Morning, Morning again. There you go. He told me, you know, by the time people usually get divorced, there's several biblical reasons for it, but it didn't... Thanks. It, it didn't make it any easier. No. And I started doing family law when... Uh, when you... When I just had... The entrepreneur, and I was this new dad, and the idea that people couldn't agree on a on a um, schedule to be with children—it just broke my heart. And these are people I didn't even know. Remember, I had to go to court once. To, to I, I had to, actually had to fight. We had to file a motion. <clears throat> we had to serve that motion on another lawyer. We had to wait for their response. We had, and then we had to go to court and, and argue in front of a judge for a good half hour in order for my client to get an extra 15 minutes in order to commute to Steamo, thank you. In order to have an extra 15 minutes for travel time with their daughter. Great, thank you so much. And, and that just broke me. I mean, I charged him a lot of money, and he was very grateful because I was able to get the extra time. But it just broke me because why are we fighting, spending thousands of dollars for something that's so obvious? You want to know why? People are people are people are sinful. It all comes back to sin. Anyways, rambling and rambling. 
my apologies. I can talk forever about my work now or cases and stuff, and eventually I will talk about more of what I do. And uh, I woke up this morning with the namesake and the king like sandwiching me, and it was cute, but I, it was really hot and was not going back to sleep. So, heading back over the bridge. I'm going to be home soon. Hopefully this steam milk makes your mom happy. <clears throat> Hopefully we have a great time with your grandma, my stepmom. It has not been easy on her. It's going to be a hard day for me, too. Well, as always and in everything, I love you very much, kids. Please get along with each other. Please love each other. No matter what each sibling does, forgive them quickly, encourage them, be a, be a resource for them, please, especially when I'm gone, and, and in everything you do, do it for the kingdom, and the king.
ask you, will my soul see? 